Coming up on BBP News, President Biden released his budget proposal for the fiscal year of 2024. What is the Willow Project and why is it considered so controversial? Welcome back, everyone, to another episode. It is Monday, March 13th, 2023, and we're here for another news episode. Glad you guys are back. I'm happy to be here. Chris, start us off in the normal Monday morning fashion by giving us the weather headed into this week. In Los Angeles, California, it is partly cloudy 68. In Houston, Texas, it is cloudy 64. In Chicago, Illinois, it is cloudy 35. And in New York City, it is raining 45 degrees rain rain more rain and some snow mixed in there that's how it's been around here i not a fan so nick i'm on a soapbox today i gotta tell you you know i i've realized i've realized um now you might not be aware of this but google has updated uh google doc sheets calendar okay drive yeah, you know, all I, that. you know, I've noticed the drive update, but that's about it. Wow. Dax and Sheets now looks like Microsoft Word at the top in the toolbar. Ah. Now, I stopped using Microsoft Word and Office, you know, all that crap for a reason. <laughs> and now Google looks and now it's like here. this. Yeah, now it's here as well. And now I'm like, well, what's the point? I might as well just go back to the office. You're just trapped. I don't like it. I yeah. definitely don't like the drive update. Um, ex- or Sheets now has some bugs that I really can't... Like, it just drives me freaking insane. It's just one um, of those moments where you, you can't help but question why. Like, why did you change what wasn't broken? That's what I say. And the drive update is especially noticeable for me because it literally made all of the documents that we have, especially ones that, you know, were in a numbered format backwards. Yeah. I love that. Just, just made them go backwards. And, and the, I don't know if you noticed, but alphabetical order also is backwards. Love it. I'm so, I don't know why you would want it like that. I have no idea. Maybe there's a way to, maybe we're not geniuses and we're just missing it. Like clearly missing how to change uh, that's it. what like, i just tell myself all the time like the the way to fix it will probably just show up in front of our faces tomorrow yeah <laughs> um you know why fix what's not broken right google does it all the time and you know i don't use spotify i don't like spotify I'm a spotify but this week boy. they completely updated theirs and first time since spotify is you know launch and i'm thinking why fix what's not broken i mean spotify changed their interface a little while ago like i remember what it was like when i first started using it that was back in 2016 and i I did love the format that it was in back then uh i think it was around 2018 2019 that they completely changed everything and it was it, it was a rough transition not gonna lie it was but uh I mean, it's then they okay changed now. it again this week. It, well, last week. It still looks okay. It still looks okay. I'm not, I, you know, I won't lie. It still looks all right. Uh, to me personally, it doesn't look like much changed overall. Everything's still relatively where it has been, and that's that makes me happy. <laughs> well, I don't use Spotify. Well, yeah, I never use no, you're Spotify, an Apple. You're an Apple Music person. Yeah, 
um, solely for the price of it. But but why fix what's not broken? Yeah. No, and that's a common that's a common phrase that you have to say when you're dealing with especially technology. Or just anything in general. Yeah. But I, I find it so much in technology, whether you know, in all different apps, all different programs, everything just gets changed and And then it I'm becomes like, broken because they've changed it. Right. They haven't worked out all the bugs, they haven't figured out this or that, and so now there's something that's completely unusable or has just disappeared for a solid two to three weeks before they are able to actually make an update to fix it. Um don't here's my official memo to everybody. Don't fix it unless it's broken. Anyways, we got some news to get into. Starting out with President Biden has released his budget proposal for the fiscal year of 2024. In case you don't know, this is the budget that we hear so much about towards the end of the year every year. It's when we start seeing continuing resolutions being passed until we can get an agreement put together on the final budget. But there is more to the story, so let's break it down a couple of steps that the budget goes through before final passage. Right. So first we get the budget proposal, which comes out in February each year. That proposal is released by the president and it gives their outline for how they want to handle spending and what goals they have for the nation for the next fiscal year. Next, it goes through a series of congressional committees where they essentially break each part of this proposal down to begin figuring out where they can agree and where things need to be changed and renegotiated. This process usually takes several months and it is during this time that we really don't hear all that much about where that budget stands. It is also worth mentioning that in May, the House begins to put together the first drafts of the 12 annual appropriations bills that eventually make up that final budget. This is another long process of negotiations, markups, and other congressional processes that remained more behind the scenes. It isn't until later in the year that we tend to hear about where the budget pa package stands, and we also tend to see the race against the clock to get that budget passed, like Chris mentioned, with the continuing resolutions. So now that we have talked about the process and how that works, what is actually in the budget proposed by President Biden on Thursday? There's almost no chance that the budget will pass, but it is possible parts will. According to the budget, it will cut the federal deficit nearly $3 trillion over the next 10 years. It includes one of the largest budget allocations for the military ever. The budget is requesting more than $840 billion and includes a 7% increase for non-defense funding. The budget says all of that spending will be paid for in $4.5 trillion in new revenue, primarily through taxes for corporations and wealthy people and by reining in wasteful federal funding. Because this proposal is 182 pages, we are only going to talk about key proposals. So, in no particular order, here are some of those key proposals. It puts a 25% minimum tax on billionaires. The budget specifically says it applies to those that have a new worth more than $120 million. The tax increase would affect 0.1% of the wealthy Americans in the country. It increases the corporate tax rate currently at 21%. President Biden wants to raise it to 28%. It would repeal parts of the 2017 tax cuts and increase the top tax rate from 37% to 39.6% for single taxpayers who make more than $400,000 a year and couples who make more than $450,000 a year. It would establish 
regulations for crypto investors and give them the same rules as stock owners. The White House says that it would add about $24 billion to the budget. It eliminates tax subsidies for oil and gas, adding about $31 billion to the budget. And it expands the child tax credit, raising the tax credit to $3,000 per child. It establishes family leave. It would allocate $10 billion for child care to states, sets a cap of $35 for insulin for all Americans, not just those on Medicare, which we have seen already. It allocates $59 billion for mandatory funding and taxes to make affordable housing across the country. It increases the funding for Pell Grants and adds about $500 on top of that Pell Grant. There's also a proposal for two-year free community college, free school lunches, free preschool, and a trust fund for Medicare for the next 25 years. Also allows them to negotiate drug prices. And we will have to see which parts of this budget actually go through the house and which parts get cut out. But the full budget will be linked in the show notes below if you want to read through the entire thing. And just to note, we will likely be breaking down parts of this budget as the year goes on. If you have been surfing the internet at all, it is very possible that you have heard the Willow Project. But what is it and why is it getting so much attention at the moment? The Willow Project has been put together by the company Kanoko Phillips and looks to tap into some of the major oil reserves contained in Alaska. This project would open up several drilling sites within the National Petroleum Reserve, Alaska, which, according to estimates, holds about 600 million barrels worth of oil. Kanoko Phillips has stated that the project would provide $17 billion in revenue spread across federal, state, and local governments. So where does the controversy come into play? The fact of the matter is there are two different sides to the matter, those that heavily support the project and those that are heavily opposed to it. Those that support the project are mainly Alaska elected officials and local governments who recognize the importance of oil drilling for their state and their communities. Oil drilling acts as a major source of both revenue and job production in that area of the state. So many Alaskan natives are looking for this project to go through. Many local governments have said that they could use the opportunity to better their education and healthcare system, as well as other areas of the community. Meanwhile, those that are heavily against this project are mainly made up of groups that focus on climate change. These groups, like the Sierra Club, feel that approving this plan would be a major step backwards in reversing the effects of climate change and fear that it would lead to a major disruption in habitats for several species of wildlife. These groups also say that President Biden would be openly breaking his promise to improve the state of climate change during his presidency. The opposition to this project has grown so strong that Over 1 million letters have been sent to the White House declaring that it needs to be rejected. There is also a petition on the site change.org that has amassed over 2 million signatures to prevent Willow from breaking ground. So where does the Biden administration actually fall on the Willow project? The truth is we still don't actually know for sure. In February, the administration declared that they would be willing to approve a scaled back version of the 
Willow Project. However, that declaration has not actually been made official at this time. We are still waiting on a final decision to be made here, and it is possible that we could be seeing that final decision sometime this month. One thing that we can almost be sure of at this point, though, however, is that no matter what decision the Biden administration makes, it is likely to be challenged in federal court by whichever side loses out on the matter. As we mentioned on Friday's show in Rapid News, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, Republican from Kentucky, was hospitalized on Wednesday night after falling at a hotel in Washington, D.C. Well, according to a spokesperson for the Senate leader, McConnell has been getting treatment for a concussion and was expected to remain in the hospital for several days. The spokesperson, David Pope, said Thursday that McConnell, quote, tripped at a dinner event Wednesday evening and has been admitted to the hospital and is being treated for a concussion. Pop also added, quote, he is expected to remain in the hospital for a few days of observation and treatment, end quote. Republican Senator John Barrasso added that McConnell has been awake and talking to people, saying Thursday, quote, he'll be fine. He's going to be observed. I expect he's going to make a full recovery and be back here next week, end quote. Getting into rapid news, U.S. employers added 311,000 jobs in February in sign of a still strong labor market despite Fed rate hikes. And just hour before, Norfolk Southern's CEO was drilled by a Senate committee over the toxic train derailment in East Palestine, another one of the rail operator's trains derailed in Alabama. That is the end of this Monday morning news episode. We will be back here tomorrow morning, not we, but Nick. We'll be back here tomorrow morning with an eye on the ball, and Wednesday, we will be back here in Idiots in the News. True story, everybody. I almost switched eye on the ball and Idiots in the News. Oh, you're throwing everything all off here. I am. You know, change is good. Change is change good. Is good. But, uh, Didn't we just talk about how change everybody. is not good? Come on. We're not broken. Oh, sh- oh shush. <laughs> Until tomorrow, everybody. Enjoy the start to your work week. Bye, you guys. Can.